0: What is up, everybody? This is Volume 48 of the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I know it's been a little while since our last episode, but as I've said before, probably going to produce these maybe once every three, every four weeks or so when I feel like it, when I have enough content, when I have things to talk about, when I'm not too busy, to be honest. All those things kind of happen now. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Check out our page bodegabordercrew.podbean.com as well as the full description on your iTunes player for links pertaining to things that we're talking about. Also, head over to bodegabordercrew.com to check out our recent collection. You could buy some chunkies Wax, you could buy some t-shirts, stickers, hats. We're always adding new stuff. There's also a blog on there that we're gonna start maintaining a little bit more and I'll be posting more stuff there. But how's everybody doing? I know in Southern California it's been rainy as fuck for two weeks on and off. And you know, catching any decent waves has been very iffy uh, here and there. I went down to church with Worm and a couple other people, been surfing a little local. My ankle's getting a lot better. And I have to, I think at my age now, I just, I'm going to start surfing with like braces, like I'm going to turn into a fucking Robocop or something. There's all these ailments that start catching up, busted my ankle basically skating. I think there should be a rule of thumb that even if you grew up skating and no matter how how good or bad you were, that you shouldn't be flipping your board after age 40. And I learned that lesson this time around because I've been skating a lot more and you know one day I was like hey you know what why don't I just start flipping my board and that's usually how it happens so Michael's a little fucked up but getting better kinda coincided perfectly with this shitty weather that we've been having and honestly like the water is just disgusting like even if there's been any waves like you look at the color of the water and it is like horrifying uh, a lot of it has to do with the runoff that's coming down from the hills from all the fires you know all that ash and that soot and all that stuff is settled if you really think about it, a lot of these homes that people lost had chemicals in them, TVs, plastic, all different sorts of materials that now are starting to get into our waterways. And these big rainstorms have really pushed a lot of that stuff out. Now, maybe that's a good thing because it's getting off the land and, you know, getting out of our ecosystem. And also, you know, we're, it doesn't look like we're going to really have a drought this year. So, kind of got rid of all our drought possibilities within the first month and a half of 2019. is kind of nice. But I hope you guys have been finding some ways to score at. I know a lot of the crew is down in Australia because it's their summer. Asher Hunt is down there, uh, Hudson Richie, a bunch of our friends. Uh, I'm really jealous by all their posts. I'm really getting annoyed at Asher for sending me little clips from Noosa like almost every day and we're dealing with this shit here but you know he hasn't surfed the Outer Banks like all year long so he kinda gets like a pass on it so I don't care but anyway uh, this episode is gonna be really fun I got a chance to sit down with one of my favorite surfers one of my favorite people to be in the lineup with Michaela Smith Michaela Smith's an amazing surfer from down in the Dana Point area got to sit down with her talk a little bit about surfing women in surfing her role what she thinks it is, festivals, and all that kind of stuff. I'm also gonna talk a little bit about independent surf movies and how I've noticed that right now is one of the best times to be doing it, whether you're producing them, filming them, in them, or even watching them. And I'm just gonna have a little spiel about that. We also have some short takes. Uh, The first short take is this little collection that Thomas Campbell did for Visla. The second short take we have is about Thank You Mother, a film that Torn Martin is in and produced. Uh, There's also a film Everything In Between that Andrea Coleman has a screen for this Saturday. Hopefully I get this episode out in time that uh, we'll have links to. And lastly there's a clip from Moon Wetsuits of Joel and Tosh in Hawaii so make sure to check that out. But without further ado I want to get into some tracks into some very lady-oriented tracks this week, all different kinds of genres of of hip-hop-related stuff. I hope you guys dig it, and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace!
1: Treaty for disarmament we signed. Think oh, there's no harm in it, so I disarm. And I bought the scotch and have the prime minister mind if I watch. Oh my yeah, I reckon you keep minutes, I let like you get seconds. Then the summit rolls, I get a veto presidential pardon. Let me Geo lunch for campers, they are so Oval Office work is never done. Never done. the mind as well as the pelvis. Hey, yo, boy.
2: My composure, when all sorts of thoughts fought for exposure, released in veins and the brains increase. When I let off, make a wish and blow the smoke off, my peace unloading, Unfolding, the bombs are exploding, and the mic that I'm holding is golden. Call is custom wide, caught fire like a fuse. Gunpowder in a and the slightest bruise is a friction. The outcome is there, so listen. Here's the brief description a boom, the flame, the smoke, asses, and dust to dust. Contact is compact when I bust. MCs are now in a massacre, a disaster. Up. Master and bashing a beat to death a poke, to a pulp to a can pump. Seekers ain't saying nothing, not a bolt or thump. As I'm looking, I stand like rebuilders in Brooklyn. Then the stage is took in, has it struck, that could project a whole core. Keep a touch the mic when you're holding yours. Huffing and puffing and slobbing and drooling. Nothing's pumping, who do you think you're fooling? Tommy Tucker, the neighborhood sucker. What you oughta do is pick up a tempo From what I've been so hard not to bite But you can't prevent, so you start to kidnap I watch the kid rap, when he get off he know he shouldn't have did that Minor old timer, weak rhymer, stay in line You won't be inclined to go, so yo, maybe later you're gonna be But for now, you're almost one of me Not an image of imitation, taken from origination Made by tracing in a little erasure So perform, if it still ain't born, maybe after a why the hoes put the most, is a musical massacre Never tied. don't even try keep quiet like a storm you can rain but a riot remains game power just like the tower inferno the beat's gonna burn so distance is kept you better watch your steps volunteers won't come here and get you out of the flames preheat the temperature change anywhere within the range of celsius fahrenheit on the mic Mike melts it. burn soon as a felsius, torch scorching Mike piping hot steaming who's scheming now you're not james brown must have been dusted disgusted now he can't be trusted and born with fluids can cause explosion, in fact, impact, closing, in time was up, so I will leave the time bomb. beat, give me a scope when I rhyme calm, pull out the tools. Sometimes I wanna break through. But I was cool, like one of the chamber. Let's play a game on Rhyme roulette relax and put me up to your brain to name a rhyme about your clout. One mistake. You're out. If it's a demonstration, it can't be the same show Maybe you're too fly somewhere over the rainbow Courage, heart, and brains You need rhymes Turn on your mic, snap your fingers three times, be gone Or the story won't end the same And you'll feel the flame Your potion was weak, make another antidote What's the science? Why can't you quote Elements for musical intelligence? Rhymes are development, No development, that that settles A gold manufacturer, a master me After a blast of a master that has to make musical massive. Get on the mic
0: welcome back to the bodega board crew podcast volume 48 hope you guys been digging the tracks hope you guys been digging the episode so far i know we're barely into it but anyway i'm glad that you guys can sit down with us drive with us whatever the fuck you do at least listen to us not skip through too much of this shit but let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega board crew podcast make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, BodegaBorderCrew.Podbean.com, as well as the full description on your iTunes player for tracks listings and links to things we're talking about. Also, head over to BodegaBorderCrew.com for new products, T-shirts, wax, other stuff we have coming out, and a blog that we'll start updating more. But right now, I'm going to get into the interview I did with Michaela Smith. So Michaela Smith grew up down in Dana Point. She's one of my favorite surfers, period. You know, her energy in the lineup is just so fun. It could be an ankle-high wave. It could be crazy macking Malibu. I've been in the lineup with her in multiple situations, and she just... I don't know. There's something about her energy and her surfing that really heightened the experience for everyone around her. It makes it a lot of fun. I think she's also one of those people that I call a diffuser. You know, as hectic or crazy or aggro as people can be in a lineup, she, with her presence and her surfing, kind of diffuses it and makes it better for everyone. The beginning of this interview got a little fucked up technically, so please excuse that and uh, hope you guys enjoy.
3: Right here, Dana Point.
0: So, Dana Point, born and raised.
3: Born and raised, fourth generation. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have a lot of family history here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, my grandparents came here in the 60s on my dad's side, and then. From where? Um, from Hawaii. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not originally from there, they're originally from here, but they actually bought their house here moved here in the 60s. And so, yeah. And then my mom's side, it's all like Laguna Beach, mm-hmm. a lot of art history. Okay. So, my grandpa- grandparents were there for a long time. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: So how did you get into surfing initially?
3: Uh, my dad, uh-huh. um, growing up here around Domini and just kind of taking me out there and surfing the strands a lot. Okay. So just big, big beach family always.
0: So you guys were always at the beach all the time. Yeah. It was just kind of natural.
3: For sure, natural weekend thing. Weekend warriors.
0: That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, did you start originally surfing longboards, or do you remember what your first board was?
3: Um, I started on a Bruce Jones single fin, uh-huh. like a little six zero. Single fin thing. Um, I wrote that need for the longest time because I was only like four or five when I first started surfing oh, on my longboard. Wow. I took with the de- my dad in front of it on front of his board before I could swim with life vests and stuff. Uh-huh. My first board by myself was around five years old on that short board. But
0: pretty much like that's a short board to us, but like a when you're a kid, me, it, yeah, <laughs> 6L when you're like five years old, yeah. Like huge. My first
3: longboard was a uh, Dave Nueva model. 8.0 um, hockey on board.
0: Shit, that's, yeah. that's a good one to have.
3: Yeah, that's really cool. I'm bummed I don't have it anymore. But that was like my... that's when I first started like longboarding and felt the feeling of like riding a board like that.
0: And what got you... like what... Who turned you on to like that stuff? Like it, was it just being around the people that were here
4: or...?
3: It was a lot of influence of just locals and people around me. I mean... Like I said, Dad would take me down to Doheny, but you'd see guys like JJ and like Nathan Adams and a lot of those people and that whole crew of that generation, I guess, surfing above you and just kind of they influenced like my style and like kind of the whole that kind of direction of surfing, I guess.
0: Were they all like surfing right here?
3: Yeah. The Boneyard crew.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which has a lot of like history, I guess, like, you know, in the last couple of generations. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people you kind of came up with too. That were surfing at the same time
3: yeah i mean gr- i mean when i was young i wasn't allowed to sit on the jetty really we were sitting on the sand and it was like a seniority thing like you kind of gain your respect so you have so you can sit up at the top of the jetty yeah so, and, how, do, so
0: how does that work like what's so what's the whole thing like
3: i mean there's always been generations of like hanging out there uh-huh. and um, it goes into multiple chapters of people but i mean most of the people that you looked up with, those are the ones like there was a slight hazing, not too much to the girls, but more to like Andy and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, um, like I said, we just get dropped off on the sand, and then it was all about respecting the water with one another and like sharing waves and just like surf etiquette and all that stuff. And over time, you're allowed to sit up there with everyone. You know, you kind of like put your, put in your dues, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you think that's something that's kind of missing from like surfing like because you've been going you go all around the world So it's like do you feel that's missing at all?
3: Um, For sure. I feel like it's still missing here like the way we grew up and like In that sense, I guess it's just changed a lot Because even when we were like the ones kind of running the jetty those last couple years being like the, the elders, I guess yeah. We didn't really enforce that, like people were more when we were that age, because it was kind of more of just like, out of control, you know? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really like, in the normal anymore.
0: Yeah. So I don't
3: know, does that make sense, but...
0: No, I mean, it, it seems problematic though, anywhere you go, like, if you really think about it, like, especially like in LA County, it's just like fucking no, like at a certain point, there's like no fucking rules. And there's no like common sense, like, like surfing etiquette is like it's basically common sense safety and respect right it's it's there's no fucking it's not like some science it's not like a mathematical equation it's yeah. like okay like you have to pay your dues to surf here and it's not just like a paying dues thing it's like there's a safety issue
3: like fucking dude you got to know what the fuck you're doing if you're going
0: going out there with a
3: lot of people yeah it's just a- something like that for sure like even when you're surfing like you'll be flying down the line and the dad's pushes like his four-year-old in front of you and it's like I don't want to hurt your child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, luckily, I do know how to cut back, and I won't run them over, yeah. but, like, just kind of, like, common ground, I guess.
0: I think a lot of people don't realize that. You see it a lot.
3: I mean, it happens everywhere, but...
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just a trip, like, me having a kid, like, the last thing I would want to do is, like, push my kid. It's just yeah. like, oh, someone's coming down the line. Fuck it. Push them in it. Yeah. No.
3: <laughs> I guess it just goes back to, like, how we were raised, like I said, just, like, respecting your elders and just, like, knowing just being knowledgeable about that surf culture stuff which people don't have i think there should be a class in school for that
0: no no i agree in general i think that's one of the reasons like i do what i do like it's definitely because i encounter so many people that i wind up surfing with or around that have like no fucking clue about any any history anything where it comes from and it's like you don't have to be like an expert in it but like at least understand where like Board design came from, and who came before you, and who came before that person? Yeah, you know, being influenced by, like I always use the term, being influenced by the influencers, not the influenced. Like, if you're into a band that you really really dig and you want to play like that band, don't listen to them. Listen to the bands that they've listened to right. to know what the fuck is going on. Same For thing sure. with surfing. Like, yeah. if you want to surf like, like Alex knows like look at the people that he got influenced by, and then those people before him, and you'll actually learn that progression. I think it's something, like, people, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, an American, like, quick fix thing. Like, people are just, like, I want the fucking quick answer. And it's like, yeah. dude, it's bullshit. You yeah. I don't know. Um, but you've been around surfing your whole life. Did you start entering contests when you were a kid? or
3: um, I started doing contests when I was younger only because of, like, the coalitions of surfing club stuff. Uh-huh. So the coalition is, like, a really, I don't know if you're aware of the yeah. coalition stuff, but... That was like one of the coolest things growing up, you know, like coming from a surf beach family and then meeting 100 other beach surf families from all different places. Cool thing to be a part of as a, at a young age, like I said, like growing up with the big beach influence in our family, and like that was like me and dad's thing, me and the fam's thing. But like meeting other families that have the same like same interests, like we're not gonna go sit at a park and have a barbecue. We're gonna go to the beach and hang out all yeah, weekend, yeah. you know, and like. Meeting families from all over like San Diego to Santa Cruz and just kind of like building like a big family. And So they're like my second family, everyone in the coalition, I mean. So starting surfing that was like... What surf club were you in? I've always been in for Oceanside. Okay. Yeah. Just because at really young age there's so many of us trying to do divisions and stuff and only, you're only allowed to do two or three, uh-huh. and there's like ten of us that live here in Data so, Point. Yeah. Yeah. So we all kind of split ways so we could all surf together. Um, but I mean, ocean always been my family. My dad, um, his good friends, were in that club, so that kind of got us into surfing with them. But um, the whole the whole thing of coalition is really awesome. Yeah, and those those they have that big contest that they do at churches and stuff like that. Yeah, the first one I did was at Swami's, and I was like many girls, ten and under. Oh wow! <laughs> How I old were like, you when you did that? I think I was like seven, six Holy or seven. Shit. Yeah. That's fun. I just remember being really big, and we just surfed the whitewash like over to the, in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it was freezing, and just got worked, but uh, we loved it. I don't know, I don't know why, but we loved it, and that uh, we just kept going it the night. Yeah, a lot of people I know that like grew up in
0: that environment, like yourself. Like it's something that they still continue to do. They'll do like call to the wall, and, like all yeah. that kind of stuff.
3: Even in general, just like I said, like the family aspect and like everyone coming together. Like one day when I'll have kids, like we'll be in the surf club and we're doing the same thing you know it's like a really cool thing to be a part of in general do you think it it, it made your surfing better being around like so many different people yeah because rather than like surfing like school events where you're just surfing with your peers like you're surfing with people all ages men and women so you kind of just see everything yeah so I think that helps a lot you know what I mean like just Mm -hmm. just being around it and then you get to meet all these people from other places and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: I know, like, this year, didn't they, at the call to the wall, they had, like, the, the surf club from Hawaii come in? And stuff yeah, like the it?
3: Hawaii club has been participating for the last couple of years or yeah. so. And that's really cool. And then the, the Australians come over every once in a while. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really, like, open table, I guess. Now, when did you start, because
0: uh, you've worked with a bunch of brands, when did you start working with SIA?
3: Started so working with Sia about five years ago.
0: Oh,
5: okay.
3: Yeah, um, they've been around for a while. Um, San Clemente is their like home base. So we met just through Lukey, which is a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been working with them a lot longer, but she kind of like turned me onto the brand, and then because her and I always collected vintage swimsuits, and I was like, oh, oh, really? what we love to wear, and so that was just like the influence that they had behind that. So it just like really perfect first kind
0: of a good fit yeah yeah that's like their their whole like look and stuff yeah I mean I love the thing like look I love the idea that they came out with a brand that's like vintage looking performs well and it's also like it's not like it's like very like surf appropriate like I think some of the companies the stuff they produce for women just like oh, you've got to be fucking first of all me as a dad I'm like no, you're not fucking ever working. <laughs> <laughs> like, no way. Like, like, like your ass is not going to be hanging out in the lineup. Like, I'm not cool with that. But um, they also have like a good squad. Like, they have you, they have Leah, they have Rosie, and stuff like that. And they have you gone on a bunch of their trips that they do.
3: Yeah, we we do about like two or three trips a year, depending uh-huh. on kind of what collections are coming out. Um, but yeah, we've done a lot of fun stuff. We've been to Japan, done Australia before. A lot of Mexico because they're really easy, fun strike missions and for waves. But um, yeah, we've done a lot of great trips. I mean, we're really fortunate to have people that support our women surfing in general. I guess. No. Go ahead.
0: Sorry.
3: um, Just because, like they, like you're saying with like, I don't know, we represent elegance in surfing, and you know, and like really take pride in that. Yeah. Just really natural woman surfing you know just like classic traditional style now have you seen like because when you first started surfing for now have you
0: seen a big difference
3: or any difference at all that that's being more embraced i mean i hope so <laughs> um i do see that with the younger generation a lot um being influenced by a lot of the i mean the suits in general and then you can see other companies kind of making similar just one pieces in general just mm-hmm. being very like comfortable and just like function. You know, yeah. it's like something that's not gonna fall off or you know something up you buy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it'll stay on. You can you can surf a two foot wave, you can surf a ten foot wave and oh. thing it'll stay on and you can surf gracefully and awesome. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, what I was gonna say is do you see though like more companies being into that aesthetic with like not just like the product but like going after like female surfing like more about the traditional kind of like elegant versus like before you like there's still always going to be sex appeal right like that's something like we're america like products fucking sell on that
3: shit right but do you see that that's less and less or do you see i feel like it's still kind of 50 Uh 50 because of all the 90s stuff coming back into style i feel like that has a lot to do with um (laughs) um so yeah i feel like it's both Like, it's a lot lot more respected and, like, understood, like, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it's something you have,
0: do you ever feel like a responsibility? It's something for you to push? Or do you think it's just, like, a let it happen naturally
6: kind of thing?
3: I feel like something that, like, we as surf, like, women surfers, like, we love to push. Like, that's what we, like, that's our we pretty much stand for, you know? Like, just, like, really great surfing and really, like, all about just, like, just, like, women's equality and like respect and just like having like embracing that without having that sexy appeal approach I guess so just I don't know it's a hard question to answer I don't really know how to explain it but I mean you it's interesting because I would put you in that category with
0: like Leah and Cassia and all all the women who really you look at you're surfing, your lifestyle, and it's something that, you know, I would aspire, like, my child to grow up into. You know, it's something that I could look at, at as a dad and be like, I want my daughter to be like that. You know, like, that's something that's, like, yeah. you know, and my wife as well, like, she looks at it and she's like, yeah, this is the kind of surfer girl I want her to be. Like, I don't want her to be, like, like an Atlanta Blanchard or, like, any of that shit. She's like, I have no fucking interest. Like, if our kid turned into that, like, that would, like, be a horror story. You know, <laughs> like, I just don't want that. So, I think it's, it's great to see that There's brands like Sia and a bunch of others that are supporting women like yourself and also supporting that surf movement, but you guys are just amazing ambassadors for that. You know, you guys are like the embodiment of that. Like you look, like you see you guys in the lineup and and like how you guys surf, but also outside of the water, you know, like I come to think about when you guys were part of the all women's duct tape that happened, you know, the vibe that you guys brought into that very macho jockey WSL world on the beach. Like, as yeah. I hung out with you guys, I was like, this is what they fucking need to see. Yeah. You know, like, it was rad. Like, like you guys had your own little, like, club name, like your Chicks on Tour shit. <laughs> <stuff like that. laughs> what on it? <laughs> yeah, um, what's Chicks on Tour all about? <laughs> I don't know.
3: It just came like an ongoing joke because, like, we were like, because, like, you said, like, very, like, cocky, US Open kind of just insane that place it's crazy and you know we're just having so much fun and like us crew like we're all we're all great friends so we're just fortunate enough to be there and just embracing everything that we could get you know and chicks on tour just became a thing i don't know we're just like skating through the high, we're like chicks on tour, <laughs> chicks on tour! like watch out so people were kind of overwhelmed by our, our high energy but in a good way i hope
0: <laughs> you guys should actually put out a video yeah have you I ever thought seen, about
3: it. Have you seen that? I don't know how much you follow
0: skating. Have you seen that boys, uh, boys of summer stuff? It's like it's they're on their second video, but it's just like a bunch of dudes that are all friends and they go on tour and they like just put a, like a video together. It's like the best skating video ever. Yeah. Like you guys should do a chicks on tour video.
3: Yeah. Like, I'll work on that. We'll just, start. I'll start it in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just dude,
0: shoot it all on iPhone.
3: Yeah. Just like Ziploc bag,
0: iPhone, like pull it out, like mm-hmm. there you go. There's a wave, like fuck it. Who cares? That'd be awesome. Um, speaking <laughs> of like you know. projects you and Andy and I forgot who else is in it recently did a a project with Andrew Coleman
3: yeah that's um, Hallie and Hallie Rohr Kyle Perez and Andy and I are in it Um, Andre Coleman made it and we were down in Peru Uh it was just a really fun mission I guess and yeah we were there for two weeks and we're up at 5 a.m. surf until like 5 p.m. like all day long oh, like, we shit. couldn't get us out of the water like it was like the dream place oh. if you like going left that is yeah. they're all left <laughs> all left
0: not <laughs> no interest
3: I <laughs> loved it because it was something I've never experienced before but I mean those guys were in foot heaven like yeah well Andy was something like, yeah. like he's like yes yeah two weeks of this but yeah we Andy was the only one that's ever been there before he was the one that kind of like pitched the trip Okay. We're all kind of like, where do you want to go? Andrea had this idea to film a movie, and she's always like, really wanted to do that. She's like, the four of us, and was like, where do you guys want to go? And Andy's like, we have to go to Peru. And then we're all like, not going to say no. We're like, that sounds great. And so yeah, it kind of just took off from there. And then kind of just winged it. We just did our own little research. Andy had a really good friend down there that helped him out when he was down there with Tyler Warren a couple years ago. Okay. Um, his name is Pulpo, the Octopus Man. <laughs> he's super cool. He does like um, a lot of like, like tourist stuff for people. A lot of surf tours and stuff. Oh, cool! For like anyone that goes down there, so he's really cool to have in general. So he just directed us with helping with the with swell and the wind and all the directions of all the beaches and just like every day we had like a little our friend driver come pick us up and then we would drive like 30-40 minutes to all these waves and cause oh, they're sweet. out in the middle of nowhere. Really? Cause we're staying in a little town and you have to drive so far to get to them. Like through just dirt nothing. Shit. <laughs> it's like, kind of like Baja, but just empty lefts and oil rigs everywhere. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah, because they have that industry.
0: <laughs> are there a lot of people in the lineups or no?
3: Not one person.
0: Seriously? Yeah. So that's...
3: You could serve the, the So should l- we
0: not be telling people to
3: go there? <laughs> you can't find it. You don't know the dirt roads. are hard to get to. We get... Even the driver gets lost. It's <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's a really good left in town that's like really popular but it's kind of similar to like kind of a malibu setup where there's just a lot of beginners and a lot Uh of like that's where all their money is for like the people that live there all the tourism and the surf lessons and stuff so there's a lot of that but yeah we would just travel to all the empty ones and it's kind of crazy when you get there though like you don't really you can't see what the wave's going to do because you're looking at it down on top of a cliff and oh really it's just you get That's out That's like
0: a weird perspective to get on it. Yeah.
3: yeah. There's just like flat shelves of rocks and just peeling on, peeling lefts. And look, from what I saw, it looks sick. Do you guys have a premiere? When do you have a premiere? Um, February 16th. Okay. Okay, awesome. Down in Ensenius, yeah. Excited. Like I said, we filmed so much because we couldn't get any stuff out of the water, so it was hard to condense it down to minutes or whatever it is. Oh, that's
0: how long it is? Yeah. That's good.
3: Yeah. It was going to be like two two hours long
0: if it was up to us. Yeah, but like for a (laughs) two-week trip to get that much. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, we've been working on a movie for like fucking two years and we're like have like five minutes.
3: Yeah. So we were really excited with everything we came out of. It was hard to delete some of the waves. We'll still have them for archives and stuff, but... Oh, you (laughs) B-Side and
0: stuff like that? Yeah. You gotta do, like, an uncut version, director's cut? (laughs) Director's two hours and fifty minute cut? (laughs) Yeah, you gotta put that out there. Yeah. Did anybody sponsor it, or was it all out of pocket?
3: I mean, um, we... Sia helped me and Hallie, like, with, like, the suits and stuff. We just wanted to include, um, kind of, like, include that in it, I guess. But no, not really. Okay.
0: How was the food?
3: Amazing. Yeah, I was... Yeah.
0: Peru is like the land of like, ceviche. The, yeah. Also the best like you know they have like the best Japanese food in the world which yeah. is like crazy.
3: Yeah. Like I I've been die to go. I went to a really fancy Japanese restaurant there that was like super cheap but amazing. Yeah.
0: It's like it's yeah. nuts. Like everybody like like they've been talking about it for the last like fifteen years. Like everybody's like oh do you want to get like really good Japanese like sushi? You don't go to Japan. You go to fucking Peru. Yeah. Like it's the shit. I don't know why that is. Because a lot of immigrants Japanese immigrants move down there to work. They like like. 50 years ago, huh. and they wanted to basically have their cuisine there, and they started this cuisine called Nishiki, which is, so you are saying like it's the land of ceviche, so it's raw fish, they already yeah. know that in their diet, so these Japanese people and families came and they are like, oh, people eat like this already, let's just put a Japanese spin on it, and that's how that all started. That's cool. Like, it was a big trend, like, in New York and in Miami, like, in the... I think in the late 90s early 2000s there was a company called Sushi Samba so their whole thing was like Peruvian sushi like they had in LA for a while But uh, anyway I can talk for food for hours that's why I'm gonna fucking die now you've worked obviously like being here there's like a a homegrown surf industry you know you have like a lot of board shapers around here a lot of history and stuff so you've and I've seen you ride all different kinds of boards from God, I've seen you ride gatos and stuff like that. How'd you hook up with those guys?
3: Um, well, Robin is from Dana Point here, yep. and so I grew up uh, surfing with him and and Evan, and they had their gato shop when we were younger. We used to go hang out over there. Oh, cool. And that was in Capo Beach, right like where I live. So, um, yeah, just being around the area and just familiar with them because of Dana Point and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, we're just old friends, and don't know. always made me a board, and it's cool. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff were they hooking you up with, like, equipment-wise? Like, what
0: kind of, like what's your preference of boards when you were getting from
3: that? Um, I mean, when I first started getting surfboards from them was when I was, like, back and forth through Australia a lot. Uh-huh. A couple years ago, I was, like, there three months out of, like, six oh, months shit. out of the year. I was just, like, back and forth. I couldn't get enough. I was, like, uh-huh. come back and work for three months and then go straight back and just, like, just surf, 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 surf. Like, surf your brains out there. Yeah. It's, like, that place is just... Non-stop waves. Yeah, I love surfing Australia, but yeah, I haven't been back in a couple of years So I'm excited to go back this this year, but boards in general like I was taking a lot of their like tradition like their fast traditional like Australian kind of out, out Outline surfboards I guess and then they started the cream California, which is here, which is completely different The one that I have here is just kind of More on like the California log kind of setup, but
0: like wide nose forward. yeah, yeah.
3: More like a standard board, like yeah. very like nose rider I guess. Yeah. Which usually the other ones aren't. Unless you're the right place at the right time. You know? Yeah, the
0: other ones are more like speedboards. Yeah. Like you need a fast runner, like it's not gonna work on mushy shit.
3: No. No. But I like the fast runner stuff. So I like all kinds of boards. So like that's why I ride everything, you know, I like enjoy kind of like it's I guess it's like my own experimental process of understanding everything about surfboards, you know, like i ride anything from like a boss ten one step deck thing like crazy to like a glider and then I'll ride like Andy's boards. I like to see all the boys' boards and see what they're riding. Yeah, but it just like it's like my own like kind of like. More coffee? Oh yes, please. So just like gaining knowledge on surfboards in general. I mean, I had a really hard time ordering them when I was younger. I never really knew how to explain. Uh huh what I actually wanted in a board I knew like I could feel it and I could like ride it and be like yes or no but I uh, so I was like over time just trying to like I guess I just obtained some knowledge about surfboards so for me doing that it was more just like to write everything to like figure it out you so know? you'd
0: be like okay this kind of board does this for me and that kind of board does that for yeah. me and it, this works on that way for me yeah it's a lot of trial and error in way
3: pretty much so I'm still trying the air phase always will be it probably
0: <laughs> but I think every surfer is like anyone who's like really wants to get good at it, it's gonna be right yeah like you're always trying to figure out like hey I'm surfing right here and this is the kind of wave it is and this board did this there and this board didn't do that there so I know you know it's just gonna be it's something that like like people I talk to people all the time and they're like well why do you need like like four different longboards I'm like dude it's like they're not all the same like it's a dramatically different board like mm-hmm. you could have a wide point back you could have a more glider-esque one you could have more like nose rider you could have one that's like got roll in the belly like it's they're they do different things like, Yeah. like people don't understand that i'd like to see more of that like people be a little bit more like you know like i said about the surf history thing i don't expect people to be like like historians or anything but like just be willing to learn you know kind of thing like go talk to shapers you know yeah. go, go talk to like because all these shapers like everyone that i've met from you know tyler herzekian to evan from from gato and all those people to troy elmore like they want to talk about it you know they want to like that's their that's what they're geeking out
3: yeah so i like to see what everyone's like brought to the table you know yeah. like evan and all those like those guys make incredible boards but they're just very unique in their own way so it's like really special to write a board like that you know and it's like you learn, like, writing their board, it's almost like reading their book, you know? You can, like, understand, like, what their mindset is behind it, I guess. Oh, wow. That's interesting way to it, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, no, but... No, no, it
0: does. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: like kind of like, when I write that board, I think of Evan and Robin, you know? Like, I'm like, okay, like, how would they want to ride this? What's their mindset behind this rocker and this tale that, that's yeah. here, you know? Like, so it's kind of interesting on that approach of it, and then just kind of writing any other boards, like... Like riding a glider, you're going to ride it like a glider. You're not going to ride it like you're going to ride it the way you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just like riding all different types of boards and, like, understanding all different flows with the wave and whatever the wave calls for, you know? Yeah. Some days you need a tiny board for a pumping barrel, you know? So Yeah. Idiot, just whatever. Kind of not, like, stuck on the longboard thing. I'm, like, so open to riding everything right now, so it's really exciting for this. New Year and everything, traveling and
0: stuff. Well, see, that's the thing. You have
3: to,
0: you have to probably travel for more of those waves. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna when I go to the North Shore. Like, I'm not taking a fucking log board. Yeah. Like, no, that's like stupid. <laughs> that is the dumbest idea. <laughs> um, but like, we have like such shitty waves in California. Like, comparatively, I mean, you travel, so you get it. Like, yeah. I've only like surf traveled to like maybe four consistent places, and when I come back, I'm like, wow, this is what we surf in every day. This is kind of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> this is so depressing. Yeah,
3: I mean. Right, living in Data Point though, like we have trestles and there's like there's a lot of different waves in there, like they're all yeah. kinda similar, but if you make the trek and walk up to lowers or yeah. uppers, like it's always worth it. You know? yeah. <laughs> It's great. No, I mean I'm I'm kind of making a joke out of it. It's no, for
0: sure. no, no, we have great waves. Like let's not bullshit each other. But yeah. um, it's just like comparative. Like that's why most I think longboarding has like caught on a little bit more in Cal- Southern California because oh, for you'll sure. be you'll be surfing a lot more. Yeah. If you do, you get into this versus the person who's like I only surf like like six zero and under. It's like yeah. you're gonna surf like maybe what once a month. Yeah. Like if you're lucky, like it's not gonna happen. For sure. I get to surf like five six days a week you don't (laughs) like. I'm happy (laughs) Um, I noticed that on your Instagram story you uh, posted something about doing something with Hobie
3: yeah so kind of going back into like my knowledge of trying to figure out what I like in surfboards um, I've always uh, I worked for Hobie for a long time oh living here in Dana Point and then they've always kind of supported me so um, yeah I'm just working on like just making some good boards with them so Kind of just going back into like, just I don't know, I'll explain it. Um, well, just like Kobe being here from Dana Point and all the history of that, I just kind of want to tie my history into it, I guess, oh, and cool. just kind of like represent Dana Point. Yeah. So I'm kind of like just helping making a board with Michael right now, just making some prototypes, some fun stuff, but.
0: Sudden like nose rider typeboards?
3: Um, I don't really know how to explain it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of a mix of a lot of things, but yeah. Is it is it do you think it's something that like people
0: are looking for that like like a lot of people who try to develop long boards are looking for that unicorn, like that board that basically like the mystery board that works in like everything?
3: I mean that's like my goal of making a board like that, you know. So it's really good to just have like someone like Michael who's like very hands on that like listens to you and yeah. like and we can just work together and just kind of come up with an, an idea. So, so like it'll be a long process, but we're just having fun with it for now. Well, that's what you got to do. I mean, yeah. it doesn't
0: happen overnight. Like, Jesus. Yeah. like you were saying, like from trying all different boards and stuff. Um, where are some of the your favorite
3: places that you've traveled to? That's hard. Um, honestly, for weight, way- it depends. For waves or for just traveling purposes, probably for waves. But, um, I mean, I love Japan. Japan's, like, one of my favorite places in the world. Oh. And then we went to Italy last year, and that was insane. Very Where isolated. did you guys go? We went to Sardinia. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we made the trek all the way there, but it was awesome.
0: Did you guys get to any waves from not? Yeah. You did? You guys did score? Yeah, we did. it's very iffy there.
3: Yeah, we got great waves, and it was so much fun. But I just like really crazy places like that you know there's like the common like Hawaii and Australia and like Bali and stuff like that but I just had like those like so far like those have been my favorite trips that I've done like the ones that are just like crazy strike missions from like driving dragging our surfboards in the snow in Milan to like being in the sun in Sardinia and Holy surfing shit. great ways <laughs> 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 like all kinds of weather it's the first time it snowed there since the 80's of course we were there I with longboards <laughs>
0: They're like great this is a the like, fucking what story what are we doing here again <laughs> I forgot who I talked to I think it was Jason Baffo was talking about like when they shot their, their Bella Vita movie they were trying to get waves there and they filmed for like a year there basically on and off and they only got like one day like it was like so like so you guys were lucky
3: yeah you? we were lucky I mean like I said it was very like very quick like the guys from on and Austria, were the people we were working with like Italian based like movie producer company and no. they're um they've been there a lot and this one guy, Ali Ponsnelli, uh-huh. he's like storm stormtrooper. I watched him on like three different iPads a day and he was like, okay, okay, <laughs> we've gotta be here this time. <laughs> and like Now. Like, he's
0: like the fucking weather channel.
3: Yeah, because it's all winds while there, so yeah. if you're there ten minutes early or an hour late, like it's nothing. So yeah. it's like there's just little windows and like pockets of waves. And yeah, yeah. So it's really cool. I don't know, I was like interested in all that. But um, we surfed this one wave that I guess my friend was living there for, like, four years. She's like, I've never even seen this break. And we surfed it for, like, a whole week.
0: Really? Yeah. So we just Shit. got really
3: lucky. I don't know. I think it had something to do with the storm that was hitting, the ma- like, the mainland at the time, I guess. But <laughs> it was hectic. That was for a film project, right? Yeah, we made um, the film Nausicaa with uh. um, Anu Yeah. It was really fun. Who else was in that? It was Andy, and then Mele, and then Ali Fonzinelli was the main of us that traveled and there's a second group that traveled that were kind of like more the European surfer guys. Oh cool. But um they went more conveniently when there was waves like of the strike mission from how close they were so we did like two separate trips. Oh okay. And then combined it into a film but. I've
0: never gotten a chance to see it because it's like it's hard to find actually.
3: Yeah it's on Amazon Prime now. Oh it is? Yeah. Oh okay cool. It just recently got released there so that's cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, so with traveling and stuff you've obviously traveled to like all these different and, and competed in all these different like surf festival contests, you know like the duct tape. Did you do the duct tape that they had in China? Yeah. Oh you did go to that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was men's and women's which was like kind of cool. Yeah it was uh, really cool. What has been like the one that you had the m- most fun at and why?
3: I mean, I would have to say Mexi Logfest personally. Okay. Just because it's my birthday ah. <laughs> during that time. So it's like one of the coolest things ever to have all, most all of my international friends all in one place. Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm like the luckiest birthday girl ever when I go down. You're like, hey, yeah. this party's for me. All right, third annual birthday bash, here we go! that's <laughs> <laughs> so really cool. So do you think they should put that
0: underneath it? <laughs> it's like Smith's
3: birthday.
0: Pretty much, oh, yeah. no, no.
3: Everyone knows. <laughs> I they get very... I buy my pinatas, I'm like already ready to go. Yeah, you <laughs> charge that. <them.
0: laughs>
3: um, no, I just like Mexican Fest because just the whole... Just Mexico in general. It's just so easy and cheap and fun and just like good energy. Uh-huh. I don't know, I just like the whole thing about that contest.
0: Yeah, I've been do- I was going to go this year, but it's just like timing's not working out and Yeah. Stuff. I think we're going to go next year. Uh, but it looks like a lot of fun. A lot of people go down. And it's cut- I always get FOMO when I see like people posting on Instagram about it. I'm like, I should have just bought the ticket. Yeah. I should have just went. But the thing that I heard, it's like, unless you're in the contest, it's like, how much to surf? Like, you're not going
3: to... If you had a car, like, if you're in a car, there's other places to surf and stuff around yeah. the area, but not yeah. in front of the contest, I guess. That's, That's hard. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just heard it's like swamp like, everybody was telling me to come the week after. Yeah. Because, like, come for the last two days of the Mexi Log Fest and then, like, stay for a week because everybody leaves, like, basically Mm. the day afterwards. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to actually watch when you guys go is to see the Instagram stories of, like, the airport chaos, like, fucking stacks of fucking longboards. Like,
3: 150 longboard (laughs) bags. And the guy was working by himself. like, come on, let me help you out. He's like, I can't let you over here. And we're all just watching. And have you see like, these guys; they have no clue what
0: to do. They're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it was crazy. You would think by now they kind of know what the deal is. <laughs> it's like you guys do it like every year. It's grown. I mean, it's it's great to see all these festivals. Like, you know, you look you look to the. You know, this is obviously like a, the resurgence of these kind of contests and festivals started with Joel's duct tape thing, right? And like, he's kind of reinvigorated that, and everybody's drafted off of that, right? And Joel's like, what, He's he said they're, like, they're on their 11th or something, like, or something, 12th? I don't know, something like that. I think yeah. the one in China was the 12th. But, like, the Mexi Log Fest has popped up. There's, like, the Single Fin Mingle. There's the, so many now. Yeah. And like, there's more and more every year. And it's like, you you guys get all these invites, right? It's like, you've been invited to yeah.
3: come to the Philippines, and it's like, how are you going to afford it? Like, yeah, I, that's, like, the Single Fin Mingle one. Like, I'd love to go there, but, like... On the timeline of everything that's happening, yeah. it's, like, that's a nearly impossible does that how start, far away it is, but... Does that start making
0: it feel more like a career than fun
3: when it, like... I mean, to an extent, but then it's also, like, you kind of have to, like, choose your career over some of those because they are kind of mostly fun-based, yeah. so, I mean, you kind of have to, like... For me, if it was up to me, I'd go to all of them. But, like, realistically, I still got to work. I got to support myself. I can't afford to do all that. You know, I have my sponsors helping me out to do most of them. But if I'm going to make it a trip, you know, it's going to be something like the duct tape where there's actually, like, something on the line. And, like, it's worth going, you know? Yeah. Which, like, the other ones, it's, like, more just participating and, like, just having a good time with everyone and being around. Which is awesome as well. But I'm not saying it's all about money, but I'm saying that, like, life is just, like, those quick and yeah but I mean like if
0: you you have like if you've gotten invited to like let's say 10 of these a year Mm -hmm. you can't go to all of them realistically like no one could like no one has the money and time money and time to do that so you you do have to like pick out and like yeah to pick
3: and choose I I don't think that's
0: a bad way of looking at it being like all right well I'm gonna go to this one because they have a big prize purse and then I'll pick two other ones that I could go to that I don't care about what money I win for
3: yeah and then there's the ones we do every year so it's kind of cool like I want to keep supporting them and keep doing those ones, but at the same time I'm like I'd like to, like, mix it up and do a different one this year, you know, and just kind of, like, branch out, I guess, a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, obviously you've done, like, the hot dogger, and that's, like, like it is what it is kind of. Yeah. How, it's, like, more about fun, like, the wave sucks. Mm-hmm. We all know it. Uh, but, like, things like that, I think, just help, I think it helps the community, and for me, the yeah. thing that I, you know, mm-hmm. I look at it from the perspective of, like, people who want to get into this world, it gives them a good point of reference. You know, like, they're not looking at, like, a JockFest WSL contest. They're looking at a bunch of families and friends having fun on the beach and surfing some waves and yeah. maybe winning a couple of prizes. And they're like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah, you know? winning a raffle
3: prize at the Coalition is, like, that's it. It was, like, stoked. you <laughs> like, do it. There's a cool. little kid, all the little kids walking around, like, with just, like, with so many raffle tickets. Yeah. And, like, it reminds me of my little sister. She was, like, three years old, and she was, like, won, like, a 12-foot SUP. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do she's <laughs> <laughs> like I want it <laughs> <Just
0: dumb. Yeah. laughs> now, speaking of like little kids who are some of the younger generation that you see popping up that are like surfing really well and you see like a bright future for them?
3: um there's a lot of them but um, I mean just local ones around yeah, yeah. here like Summer Richley and like, like uh Eva Levy and all those girls are like amazing to watch and then there's just like, there's so many of them, <laughs> I can't, but I love I love it. It's like so cool. Like when I was younger, like I was just hanging out with all the boys. Like there's only like me and like Hallie and like a couple other of us like in town. Yeah. You know, I like hung out with like, 80% boys like growing up with like Andy and the Cardozas and all those mm-hmm. guys surfing here. So, I think it's incredible to see the girl gangs, yeah. the young girl gangs, surfing together, and it's so cool. So there's like I said, there's too many to count, but in a good way. Um, But it's a good thing, right? Yeah, I just love it. It's awesome. Because like you were saying, it's much different
0: than when you were a kid, you know? Yeah. It's probably got to be, I would imagine, for like uh, kids who are even like way younger than them, like it's more like appealing. Like they're like, oh, I could jump into this. And I want to be like those girls. And like, you know, it's not so intimidating.
3: Yeah, it's so cool. I love it. I love seeing them in the water. No, it's. I mean, you guys all have like a great
0: vibe and it's like... I think it's like we need more of that in the lineups, so, you know, it's like kind of, like, this is a fun thing. Like, people sometimes forget that. Like, yeah. sometimes people get too aggro. It's like, dude.
3: And, like, the way we're in the industry, too, like, having the whole, like, lifestyle behind it and not just, like, the competitive side, which is, like, most sponsorships, you yeah. know? And it's, like, having that, like, we're representing that and, like, influencing that younger generation that, like, it, you don't have to be the world champ to make it in the surf world or to travel and to like have a great time you know there's so much more to do with it it's more just like being yourself and embracing it and just like being creative and being passionate about all sorts of things not just surfing you know right. like influenced by art or like I love collecting vintage clothing and I've incorporated that into like a lot of different things with like Sia and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just being you know just being creative and not just you have to, like, for me, I just hated doing contests when I was, like, after Coalition stuff, like, NSSA, WSL, like, um, WSA, like, they took away from surfing for me, like, I was doing them because that's what I thought I needed to do to be, like, a pro surfer, or, like, to be a great surfer, and, like, I was doing them, and I was, like, leaving, like, pissed, and, like, crying, I was, like, what is this? Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, this is not what I like doing. This is not why I enjoy surfing. It's just, like, taking away, and I just can't. Handle the competitive aspect of it. Yeah. So that's why I like doing those surf festivals and like the duct tapes and stuff. Cause it's like, like I said, it's like there's a time and place for like being competitive. Obviously, there's like certain things you, I mean, to be to win, you still need to be a little yeah. competitive. But like, you're not gonna like. You're not going to leave crying, you know? You're still going to have a great time, and it's, like... You're not having
0: paddle battles out there. Yeah, Yeah, and if you
3: are, fuck that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that's what's so great about, I think, about this world in general, like, you know, of this aspect of surfing, is that it's not that whole, like... I'm up, one upping you, kind of thing. It's like everybody's like, like
3: best, like best guy wins, you know, yeah. like just like best wave wins, you know. Yeah. It's like if you want that wave, just go, you know. Like I'll get the next one, yeah, like you know, it's fine.
0: And I'll cheer you on the whole yeah. way, and like and then, it's good. Yeah, you know, it's way different. I think it's way different, also, that than how our society works. You know, like we've, especially in American society, we've been so indoctrinated in like you have to win first place, and you have to like it's. This against this versus being like why can't this and this be together yeah like why can't these two teams instead of fighting each other why can't they just like play the game together
3: right and that's how I feel with like like contests and stuff like we all support each other and it like brings you up more and surfing and you like more like you get you stoked about yeah. it and you're like get more inspired to do more you know like it's like being around your peers like I'll be surfing heat with like Leah and she's like yeah girl and like screaming and, like it makes you excited you know and then you like you could, like surf, that's how you surf like in a regular day, you know. Yeah. Like you like always yelling at your friends and like telling them that was a great wave and it, like that's what like we all work together and we all just like influence each other instead of like taking beating each other down about stuff like that. Like I won, I'm better. I got
0: more points than you. Yeah, and I'm that like, doesn't no. necessarily even make you better. No, I'm <laughs> like
3: just like let's share the waves and have a good time.
0: Yeah, and that's what how surfing started anyway, right? Yeah. I didn't start, like, it wasn't, like, the, the first Hawaiians who surfed. They didn't have call sheets.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they didn't, like, all right, it's you four guys out there. Yeah. Who's the best? It's, like, no, you guys went out there and had fun. You know, it's something I think we have to, I always, like, I like to say that it's, like, you know, we're, like, little kids out there. Like, think about how privileged we are. Like, we yeah. get to go out in the ocean and splash, basically. Like, we get yeah. to splash on a piece of fiberglass.
3: For sure. For hours.
0: Like, who gets to fucking do that? Like, yeah, you
3: can't. it's like, it's something that you have to do too. I mean, I go crazy if I don't surf for like over a week. You know, it's like therapeutic for me. Like once oh, yeah. you just go into the water, it's like everything's gone, all your worries are gone, and then you're just out there having a good time. You said just splashing around on five yeah. You know, it's so much fun and like being around so many great people, the people that you want to be around with. Yeah. You know, and just good energy everywhere. It's just awesome.
0: I mean, the one thing that's like, like you know, obviously I do most of my surfing up in, up in LA. Like. That's the one reason, like, I will drive an hour to an hour and a half to surf down here. Like, the energy is just, like, way better. Like, up there, it's, like, people are fucking assholes. Like, they just fucking horrible. And most of my friends are fucking assholes that I surf with. I will say that. But, like, down here, like, everybody's very supportive and very, like, you know, chill and, like... We're all
3: here for the same reason. Yeah.
0: No, no, and it's great. I know it's, like, one thing for me, it's, like... Like, I'll be honest, like, the first couple of times, like, I've surfed with you in a lineup, like, it was definitely very intimidating for me. Because I was just like, oh, my God, this is someone who I think is, like, like amazing, you know? And then, like, all of a sudden, like, your vibe <laughs> of the water, I was like, oh, she's just, like, mad chill. Like, like you and Andy and everybody, I was like, oh, everyone's just chill. Like, yeah. I don't need to feel weird about this kind of thing. And I think that's great, you know? And I can could, I could imagine for, like, you know, I always go to a younger generation, like, I can imagine for them it's very, you know, empowering. Um if you could give any advice to like younger kids who wanna get into surfing, like they're you know, three to like six, seven years old, what would you tell them to do? Do it because you wanna do it, not because your dad
3: wants you to do it. it.
0: So, no, that's great advice. Um
3: <laughs> If you like, I don't know, I feel like that's what kinda happens with like kids like if my kid like I'm gonna be like, Okay, you're surfing, but if she's like or he or she's like I don't want to surf I want to play soccer I'm like okay then let's play soccer you know yeah. like I feel like a lot of people get pressured into surfing yeah. and then they end up hating it or like right. the, for the wrong reasons like what we're going to before talking about like the whole aspect of it but like I don't know like what soccer like, parents I- but they're like surf parents <laughs> yeah no, you see, this, that's the shit that like why we're
0: apprehensive about because we're trying to move to Hawaii that's why we're apprehensive about moving to Sunset Beach because I'm like like, I see the parents sit, and I'm like, you get back in the fucking lineup, and I'm like, whoa, like, like, chill, <laughs> like, like, why are you yelling at your kid? Yeah. Like, if my kid doesn't want to surf, she doesn't want to surf, who gives a shit? Like, it's, that shit is crazy to see. Like, I didn't think I'd see that in surfing until I went there, and I was
3: like, it's hectic. I was like, whoa. Even around here, there's, there's still, like, there's still that, but I mean, in general, just like, I you don't know, just go out there and have fun, and well that's what it is that's how we do it
0: yeah
3: Um, one last question uh, that I ask everybody what's
0: your favorite wave to surf and why that you've ever surfed
3: I don't know Um, I love Malibu to death so I might have to choose that Um, I like the high energy hecticness as well you know people go out there and like take it the wrong way and they're like fuck this and going out of the water like all pissed like you know, and I'm like, I just laugh the whole time I'm out there. I'm like, you really <laughs> are going to ruin your whole day and everyone else out here just because, like, you're an asshole? Like, I don't know. I saw you take... T- like, laugh at it. and I just I just enjoy it. I think it's, I love the hecticness of it.
0: <laughs> See, now this makes a lot of sense because I, one of the times that we were surfing out there last summer when you were there, like, I remember you dropping, you, like, it's the classic Malibu. Like, you can't do anything about it. You drop in between two, three people. Like, there's a couple of people in front of you, a couple of people behind you. And you just had this face of, like, just being so excited that that happened. And you just, like, fucking were charging it. It was, like, one of the bigger sets that came in. And I remember just seeing your face. I was like, that's what it's about. Like, fuck all these people. Like, yeah.
3: I mean, obviously, like, respect that there's still a handful of people you're not going to burn. But, like, if I'm, like, behind and there's, like, people burning me, I'm still going to ride the whole wave. Like, yeah. it's just part of it. I don't know. I love it. You, you put the effort into your game. don't sit on the inside. I sit up the top and wait my turn. And, yeah. You know. That, see that makes a lot of sense because I
0: I remember that like one of those ways that you took it. It was like, like you even came paddling back. You're like, holy shit, that was so crazy. There was like, there was like people in front of you, behind you, like the Everywhere. whole and you were the one, like you were the one constant thing on the wave. Like all this shit was happening around you, and you were the one constant thing that was steady. <laughs> and I was like, I was looking that line. It's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, it was so good. Um, okay, awesome. Well, thanks for sitting down, and I'll see yeah. you out there. Thank you to Kayla for sitting down with us. You know, I'm really glad that we finally got to do this. We've been talking about it for like a year now. And so it's just kind of fun. Uh, Met up for coffee, shot the shit. I Hope it gave you a little insight into her. Make sure to check out the project that uh, she filmed for with Andrea Coleman, everything in between that movie that we'll talk about later. But since you've listened to the interview, you've listened enough to me. How about we get back to some tracks and I'll come back in with a little spiel about indie surf films. Peace.
7: Up, New York, put your lighters up. DC, keep putting your lighters up. Philadelphia, put your lighters up. Detroit, put your lighters up. Shy Town, keep putting them lighters up. No matter where you're from, put your lighters up. Let me give you a walkthrough, show you what to do and you don't do. Where's not safe to go to? The boys approach you. Better say quick, who you're close to. Don't come through if niggas don't know you. The life of a hustler, the life of a gambler Dice games kill more niggas than cancer You know you fuck with Brooklyn don't run, we run shit Roll up and just bum rush it We don't play that Out in BK, not at all Four pound, leave your face on a wall be in memory of Bridge, welcome to Brooklyn! Put your lighters up, LA, put your lighters up, VA, put your lighters up, Texas, keep putting your lighters up, New Orleans, put your lighters up, St. Louis, put your lighters up, ain't deal. keep putting them lighters up, no matter where you're from, put your lighters up. Damn homie, I'm so tall, and I don't think I'm ever gonna smoke no more. Like never gonna smoke no more That's enough up like never gonna drink no more Back at the oh, bar like I'm you can give me one more See Take you back to the block, yo Put you on a How We Rock, yo Summer boosting Twelve-year-olds prostituting Hit me, hired for execution There's no solution Niggas still pissing the hallways Things get high in them all day The youth them bang at the cops off the roof You don't know My town is the truth Welcome to Brooklyn Now put your linters up New Jersey Put your linters up Boston Put your linters up Be more Keep putting your linters up Puerto Rico, put your lighters Kings up San Jamaica. Keep putting them lighters up. No matter where you're from, put your lighters up. Damn, homie, I'm so tow. And I don't think I'm ever gonna smoke no more. And I don't think I'm ever gonna drink no more. But fucking bartender, then you could give me one more. We in the club, like, damn, homie, I'm so tow. Lights in the oh, Dutch, like, never gonna smoke no more. That's in oh, the pub, like, never gonna drink no more. Back at the oh, far like Bartender, you could give me one more. See,
8: She approaches Never get her out of focus Phrase your glass Where the toast is You wanna sip it So you savor the taste A premium young lady Bring the sweat to your face Pronounce it moan All oh, you buffers up in here Know me Pleasure is yours I move across the floor slowly Tilt my neck And wet the back of my throat I'm serenaded at the barbecue, breaking the nose I'm
5: happy the week is over Time for did to begin Gonna get out I'm Polishing my bin Cause it's sad
9: Dead Captain. With an ounce of lead It all amounts to bread Making sure the hounds are fed I'm the that devil Strike a fear of so many I'm the ace of kings Toast up Raise your handy now Salute to the finest You in the company Your royalty Sir I your highness I can tell you About stacking the grip Out in Paris With the baddest bit, Sitting out a fashion event Ripping street life To neon lights Don't on ice Fees tight Never free on mics Got third world Niggas screaming Deck's the truth And they co-sign the yes When he steps in the bless the booth I Never rest, he true. Zar face for the head we shoot. Woo! I say all this you be surprised, man. Pretty soon they're gonna steal the damn Adam box Indiana Jones, fuck these snakes to the tame. It's like the NBA, too many fakes in a game. Now why's that, that? The cake's to blame. In the end, I would play it the same. To be for real, that's the day it changed. Right. They hate it from the day I came. So lame, jealous ones heavy then they fold like paper planes. I Haman, delivered it, Brain and liver and I. Bang out that literature, ain't no one sicker than I or us. We fly with wise, you ride the bus. We diamonds in the rough, in the street we don't trust. We rally true. Rock mics and get loose And for y'all, then bless the youth That's Yo. the truth, Cap Cap Adon the monsters, flows and make a charm Hong Kong style to the breaking man's uh-huh. arm I'm good with this mic, that's where he's gone uh-huh. You a sucker, MC, I'm about to sound the alarm uh-huh. Punk slust over my queen, it's hard to get it yeah. Yo, you snitched on Don, told the world I did it uh-huh. Yeah, your arms too short to box with God oh, to the king, you just another retard. My style coming in like tic tac toe. And every time you see me, I'm getting that dough. And I know a hundred rappers that wanna be like me. I hate your yard, nigga, so I sit my wifey. The angel of rap, yeah, straight in heaven. I fly a cherry head, niggas like 9-11. If I don't bust you,
10: yeah, nigga, my man's gonna touch you. What you gonna do with a dawn like this? It's long this? righteous. The guard on his dean, move D, motherfucker D, ready overhang. EDI mean, I kill needy for the Cream See, I'm pristine, it's reunity really for the team The most powerful piece in chess is the queen The most powerful piece in death is the dream I don't wanna say that I'm the best, but I'm king I don't wanna leave a fucking mess at the scene Put holes in your body like the flesh of a fiend Gold Maserati in my neck full of gleam The first half ill and the rest is obscene A herb stand still when I'm vexed cause I'm mean My mama crib stock with the best go to game. The fifth cock is a Glock with a beam Upper echelon, rhyme rock, cut your fuckin' spine on the dime, nah, man, stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah, box yeah. got a, got a Yeah, Yeah, Zaw face. Philly the boss then back, down, yeah, to back down to New York, Staten Island, Island. Beach Town, South, South Philly, South 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 Philly. Philly. South Rebel Eye, Esoteric, Seven L. Fucking Chevy Fuckin Head Rapper. rapper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Box, cut up, Box cut up, I seen 22 zip guns. I seen 38 zip guns. I seen. I'll tell you, this is about things that you think you'll never see on the street. I've
11: seen I seen dynamite on
12: this.
2: This is a Habitation Investigation. I want to talk to you about the inspection of decks, decks construction, and the importance of you having your deck inspected once a year to ensure safety. I'm at a deck here. I won't, I won't tell you what it's in. But anyway, deck's probably eight feet high. So definitely a good significant drop. Another area that's common
3: for decks that here, here is that
8: body, you rock the party that rocks the body, I rock the party that rocks the body, you rock the party that rocks the body, so what's your status, I be the baddest, be the hit the scene since the gangster lean, I'm all ears, so what you got to say, I hope you're bubbling it baby, now bubbling it my way, let it rain, ain't no sort up in the game, still want you to say, ain't a thing changed. Instead of knocking boots, we be kicking down Gore-Tex Except it ain't raw sex, roughnecks Throw your hands in the air, let me hear you say, oh yeah Trust you me, I blow up shop About to blow the roof right off of hip hop I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body body. I rock rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party rocks the body, I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I'm my double S, your best best bitch from va and I'll be smoking hay all day in the barn, damn it dawn. Uh, puff daddy be my pal when I he he
13: he. he-, 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 he.
8: I took your number one spot, I don't then I hot. I'm so hot so you can't forget me not to the yes yes y'all. I'm gonna take a pause cuz I'll be feeling myself like I was tea baller. Uh, uh. Puff have got it, make them scream the L Y T to the E make a scream and I'm going to show enough be the boss on his team so all you MCs how missin' make the green uh huh I rock uh-huh. the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body, rock the rocks the body. you rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body Rock the party that rocked the body body, body, body body shady. That's right. That's me. Complicated rap star. Meat like the MC You Hello. see, I'm on to your baby and your mechanism. How you hit it when you're in it so hot you keep it sizzling no the ooh, ah should ooh. And all of that too. Keep me wedded in the waters of Kalamazoo Nigga, who you come in with when you posse at? I leave the boys alone. Tell her you won't be back. I got the cheese, baby. My cheddar's better. I got that milk, for that I'm a weather. Trust you, me, I'll blow up up shop have a little nick on the cops watch i rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body i rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body, rock the party rocks the body. i rock the party that rocks the body <laughs> Rock the body, body, body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body.
11: Upside down, you turning
8: me, turning me.
11: Round and round, you turning me, turning me.
8: Oh, I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. Rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body.
14: something for your ear hole so you could clean them shits out It seen as some don't understand what I'm talking about How you get west coast nigga from west coast hater I can never diss a whole coast My time is too greater yeah. We from the east land of originators We also from the west the land of innovators Only difference of the two is the style of the rap Plus the musical track. This beef shit is so wet. Let me let y'all brothers know I ain't no west coast disser Another thing I'm not is a damn ass kisser So listen to my words as I set things straight I ain't got no beef so don't come in my face You'll keep it Move yeah, to the K I M. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah to the K-I-M. I ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh. keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, to the K I M. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, to the K I M. I ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh. Uh. Hip hop, a way of life. It doesn't tell you how to raise a child or treat a wife. I verbalize over. Rhyme That puts a listener in a frenzy So pop me in your Benzie You dig it, get rid it Or get your melon slitted If you ever try to combat Sir so Walter the King. We got the Illy teen That doesn't even sweat the gleam Or glamour We'll pick you for your ass Like Greg the Hammer Man, we rock a joints Like the Whoa Santana Keep a jam's packed in Hotter than Havana Positivity is the key In the lock Put your hand on it, turn it to the right I, We doin' daredevil dandies On these mics Peace out to the whole high road. Who's on the hydro. Here Yeah, then we movin' how we like. Since the days of rockin' hollows, we keepin' things a pyro fire. As we move with zeal and desire. Got a hip-hop plan, hope you can fly. Some be have a tunnel vision, but my sight is real, real broad. Cause I can't afford to miss that call. Make moves, not movies, as we get on the ball. And we keep it days covered like a female shore. When I watch Hockey yo, I just look for the brawl. Quest, quest, and you know we signing out, y'all. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah to the K-I-M. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah, to the K I M. Ain't got no time for show. Shuckin' and jiving, uh, keep it moving, yeah, yeah, keep it moving, yeah, yeah, to the KIM, keep it moving, true that to the KIM, uh. ain't got no time for shucking and jiving, uh, the far side, you know, we do it up, uh, you know, we do it up, uh, the high road. You know we do it up, yeah, yeah, you know we do it up, yeah, to the mob D, the infamous, we do it up, yeah, yeah, you know we do it up, to my people's no name, yeah, you know we do it up, uh uh, you know we do it up, to my man DJ Quick, you know we do it up, uh 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 to my do it up to my man bitch yeah yeah you know we do it up uh uh you know we do it up to my man i love love you know we do it up yeah yeah you know we do it up and my man extra pp you know we do it up uh uh uh, 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 uh.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Bodega Board Group Podcast, Volume 48. Hope you guys have been digging the tracks, the interview, my talking. My talking, not so much. To be honest, it's like the thing that I kind of hate the most about doing this. I hate listening to my voice. I cannot stand it. I like talking one-on-one to people. I don't like talking in a room into the microphone and staring off at the space or looking at a photo. It's just weird to me, but I don't know. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, BodegaBorderCrew.podbean.com, as well as the iTunes player for f- all the track listings and links to things we're talking about. And lastly, head over to BodegaBorderCrew.com where we have our store. We have a blog. We have a lot of stuff. To find out who's on the Bodega Border Crew team, we have a little team, which is kind of cool. But anyway, I wanted to talk about independent surf films lately a lot of small self-produced films are starting to pop up you know a lot more than i saw in recent years and it's really cool to see i think as a consumer of content of this kind of content and a, a surf fan or whatever the fuck you want to call it it's a great time to be a fan because everyone is putting stuff out with instagram you have a lot of these one minute edits that are coming out which are really cool and people are just putting them up like crazy. And you get an opportunity to see a lot of different people out there from all over the world. And I think that's a beautiful thing, you know, it's a lot better than it used to be where you'd have to wait and stuff sits in the editing bay and all that kind of stuff. So as a consumer, it's great. I think also as a consumer, it's great because you're seeing these different scenes that are happening, you know, whether it be in Florida or in Peru, or in Australia, or it could be somewhere random, like, you know, it could be Rhode Island, it could be Central America, it could be Indo. It's really cool to see that stuff and be able to be inspired by those people and support those people. And from a filmmaker standpoint, I think there's a lot of tools out there now with publishing, uh, camera equipment's a lot better, a lot more affordable for people to use. There's a lot of filmers out there. A lot of filmers are willing to share their stuff, which is really cool and i think for filmmakers themselves this is a great time to really put your mark out there because there used to really be this thing where if you wanted to produce a surf film it was going to cost a shit ton of money and you had to get a sponsor and you had to you know do a treatment and you had to meet with people and meet with people and exhaust your your connections and all that kind of stuff and now it's really amazing to see that you can just go out there and self fund it if you want to you know you can really just sit down and be like well oh, I just want to produce this myself and, and get it done and you can and you're seeing more and more of that now on the flip side in terms of getting the sponsorship you know people are going after smaller companies to get things done you know you have a hippie tree clothing you have a neat essentials wetsuit company you have these smaller companies that they couldn't afford to do let's say like a full-length film but they'll do like a 10 minute short a 30 minute they'll put money into that which i think is great so for like filmmakers out there don't limit yourself to these big companies hit up the smaller companies maybe get a couple of small companies to help you out i'm speaking from experience because as we're producing jetty blue 100s with Lograp, we were originally going to go to a big company and we had some connections with a big company that was going to invest in the film And Ryan really had the foresight to be like, no, let's just produce this ourselves. And if we need a couple of small sponsors to come in, they'll help out because the other beauty of a small sponsor not giving too much money is they don't have the creative control. You know, they're pretty much paying for their logo to be in there, maybe one of their surfers, if they're lucky, that kind of thing. They're not gonna blatantly plaster their product all over it. But if you go to a big company, a lot of times they wanna see that return. You're dealing with a marketing department. So you can really go after small companies. There's also a lot more distribution networks. You know, there's things like Nobody uh, Nobody Surf. I think that's what it's called, that app, which is great. And I know Tatsuo is doing stuff with them. And it's great because it gives you a platform to upload your, or promote your Vimeo or YouTube clips to, and your Instagram clips, instead of them just sitting somewhere, and that's great. In general, I just think it's a great time for surf films. I think we're going to have a lot of cream rice to the top, if you will, a lot of interesting perspectives. I'm going to be doing an episode soon where I'm going to sit down with a bunch of these young and smaller filmmakers and ask them a bunch of questions, a very similar to the episode I did with the surf shops. So stick around for that. But enough of my talking. This episode is getting pretty long. Why don't we get into some tracks and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace!
4: stop and stare when we walked in we give the doorman a hundred dollars just for opening the door So side give the bartender two hundred dollars just for keeping the ice cold yeah we were legends yeah and we still are legends
6: 200 fallen angels we ballin' from every angle, heavy back gold, Panamanian chains, let let's tangle, tabernacles, Elohim's coming at you. Fuck parables rules, a billion years, VC, original black Jews, cashews, honey nut boasted. Let's kill a culprit, He oh shit. Go to toe, let four, four spit. Fuck the whole shit. Mercury, back tack the bro for me. Personally, I existin' where Earth was a in need. Indeed. Human life form, transformed from life storms. Protrons, electrons, neutrons, ice form, nice long reptilians. I see y'all in the next millennium. What world are we really in? Amphibians, move to the Caribbeans Underwater falls, placed under the court of law Usually sport below my mind stayed called war Fill of ambiance, love fine fabrics and cars to launch Nonchalant, usually their are jimmies up in the Bronx Play low style, through the years change my whole profile Let the dope pal, bet the guard be around for a while From Islamic, hit the core of the earth just like a comet See I like Esco He knew everybody, and everybody knew him He was the type of guy, That rooted for the bad guys in the movie but hey,
4: die for this firm, live for this firm. Niggas learn. Nothing should come before your fam from keys to quarter grams. D's on corners in the blue van, ease upon us Cause of warrants, while we smoke hash she's enormous. Stack cheese, travel the world like tourists. When half was so soft for four bricks. Down in Camden, we handle to DC. Chicks on flights with China White they type PP. Wanting PC, but all they get is good tip of full clips. For loose lips, by this young lips Suck the pearl tongue juices. Off you fly missus Take her out to the Spark Steakhouse gentleman style, coincident down Families here, meet Finn Tal, French Connection, Persia at dawn Let's get this F on The Ebony Queen, Fox, you grab my left arm Dre made a QB to Compton BK and so on Family strong, consigliere nature Making sure we all get this millionaire paper What a sweet sight for sour eyes May we all rise Hope from now on we never cross sides You know what? Most hoes would've left these
8: cats alone Long time ago I mean if your man gave you a gun to hide What would y'all hoes do But you know the shit kinda turned me on Black Madonna hoes killed for they popos Ever seen a bitch like this? Queen Mrs Rocks the is on the left wrist Trick check this Respect it. Firm niggas lie Knee deep in this bitch When not need bitch I had my pussy bleed Swear for Fuckin' take the chair form. Whoever dare cross us distort the thoughts Across the bitch mind Pop is nine, Leave them resting in pieces All my thorough bitches peep this Death before dishonor. School me on his dick game. Lace me a kabana. Peep that. Think I'm flippin' on these three cats? Set your clown ass right up with my down ass. Pitch the whole of cash and G's. Stash the gun form in the icy e bikini. Free the sun form. Long dick style. Swallow the enemies. Come form. Pretty asshole. Bitch, you fuck him, then i dumb on them. When I pop, the crisp. Fox cocks the fifth. Make my dough up for OZs And hold that strip. Uh. <laughs>
15: So some seek stardom, but they forget Harlem. But you first of all the kingdom of God, that's what my pops told me. So, if my ball, could the choir catch me? I flew away on a mountain, got tempted by Satan, got bitten by a cobra, but the Lord took my venom. So, whose side am I on? I'm on the righteous. Always check the lyrics, no time to contradict. Me. One day that just meant they would come someday Born a dope black child with kinky hair grown wise And teachers just like me Cause I knew where my cup should be So now you mom my brief history I can't neglect my passion See, rockin's kind of new to me Cause my true love was poetry White was good and black was black But black was us and us a actually built in every temple Dead and to save savior from the wicked We don't swear why we be wet But black tomorrow and tomorrow's day Give me and my ability. So really won't you let me be? Your hands, Now ask too much from God to tell the truth and not the lie. Oh my. Brothers keep their pockets full, but their souls run Some it
10: Some it Some
15: it Sisters keep their pockets full, but their souls run empty. But as I grew, I knew Cause the master told me From a baby to a woman From a woman to a baby Life is so short Hardcore becomes hard corpse Stiff in a coffin Where the money's no longer the source There we go, there we go, there we go I got mine, I want you, get yours We never open doors so we neglect And don't protect the ones that's left People never really seem to care And then they cry out, my people Why aren't we treated equal as we flee? We flee our own communities We leave our family in poverty on another, so family please recover Wach at your transgender, you can blow now if you want to we're through Some six daughter, they some six daughter, they, some
1: six daughter,
15: they families keep their pockets full but their souls run empty People keep their pockets full but their souls run empty
16: Been passing through, touch me boy, drink a brew. This wrench up with the ragamuffin screw. Money or your life? Give me your money or your life. Because we live in China. Because we a live in Now, what you are going to do in bad boy? a pass through. Back for you, gonna run for the whole crew. Because we live in China. Because we live in Can we go on knife? night? Can we going on a life? Because life it no easy, believe me. Nobody, nobody tease me. It's easy. Dead, but they drop weekly, peep deep Ragamuffin flow, here we go Deep like deep sea And with the flow on the down low I win a stable, able Lick for the chapel lay low No halo hey, no. So all the money and drop On the table yo, I'm able and willing If we make one killing The villain me cool hearted Me not have no feeling still in A bad one. Nobody take me for time Me gonna do no answer back Me gonna do no give no reply When I move Then slowly up the block Wanna better respect Then not trouble bullet Why you wanna go catch Stop Take back them black or bullet paste your head up, with your article boy, Here comes the original road boy. I article boy, Here comes the original Coming through, and a bad boy, stepping to the top with the Since me from Flat. They represent that ball when I'm locked Rude boy, shrewd boy, crude boy, the criminal. So I'll not take a leaf. Words in the meta, indeed. I'm bleed, or you are gonna bleed, but to be free What to be free, cause me's one old gang still in Not test me Get a gun, my boy, if me gonna attempt, got plenty Room tactics silly time me but up in the static Tragic, drop it, cause me not afraid to boss me my dick Ooh, What you are gonna do when me crew pass through? because 911 for rescue, guess who, Chip fool, me not afraid of you If not call the police, <laughs> what the fuck them are go do? True And to all about why you don't have a clue Yeah, all through, all crew better believe it's all true, so who? Wanna come just the Brooklyn Crook, them better. Look, One shot you took,
10: but now we stand for the Iron Knife It by the hook, cause I'm yeah, a bad boy to the East Coast and West Coast, i like Here I'm comes saying. the original,
16: original. Hey Yo, everybody, I got my gun pun, uh-huh. I do not have no block, better lay it down flat no. Don't bother move or you are go get shot Cause I shot a to make a lot feel less than that uh-huh. Keep it quiet so make it hear one pin drop yeah. You start chat me lick out oh. your head headcap. Uh, uh, All you want is better take oh. back them chat. And oh. hey, when me lick a shuttle road, why oh. breeze answer back? Oh. Lyrics let me this not subliminal For the new white criminal Original For the white, for the young Mental your life so don't give me now? Lip lyrics I spit when I sit down for my That the nigga, how you figure That one I can't take kit Plenty dreams, why did sell me? they always tell me We be wealthy When we still to the walk With hungry belly, let's see And we could not get one record deal Feel real caps with beer. Fuck that! And I'm on with Robins Slu Cause I'm a bad boy! Yeah, what motherfucker Let them
13: know I heard
16: you know, I take Hollywood. I take you feel
11: Searching for a relax, pulling from the jazz stacks cause it's Sunday. On the air is incense, sounds to the ceiling. Trying to get this feeling since Monday. Looking out the window, watching all the people go. Bugging off a funny vibe cause now it seems they're equal. Wonder what would train say, wonder what my pops say. Bugging off the calmness in the apple. Who me? I'm cooling in New York, I'm chilling in New York. The hoods is on my block and the brothers at the court. The baseball hats is on and the projects is calm. Dream times extended
8: highly recommend
11: it but early birds like me's up checking out the scene the early worms job forget about your job just come dig the essence while the decadence is hidden when people act like people the theory isn't pigeon if you know the norm it's like Hades transformed on sunday's early hours the city sprouts its flowers so get with the rhythms while you get in with the planets vibe off the jams but don't take them for granted Just just chill through the streets in search of funky beats Extensive is the travels and it's heavy on the sneaks Yeah, it's kicking out the speakers of the Sunday morning jeepers My man who plan is do it lovely And i my brother's mama keeper We foot it to the park where the swoon units walk And sit with the Phoenicians, digging on musicians Hanging with the rebels, sipping on a Snapple Bugging with my crew, just tripping in the apple. You be thinking peace when you vibing with your flock But you be thinking damn, everybody got a Glock If you got some beef, please express that in silence or else But right here is the life,
8: it's the children of the
11: concrete Living off the fruits and the functions of the fat beats Hip-hop's all around, the members is growing Please dig on the sounds cause the good vibes they snowing So chill, chill, chill A game zone. Maybe it's the running revs, Maybe it's the Knicks. Maybe it's a rerun of an old TV show like Hawaii 5.0 or Karate Flicks. Maybe if the phone rings, Butterfly will take wings. Speaking on some cool things, fronting like I cope. Born under flat ground, now I'm chilling shaky ground. Reaching for Pacific Heights, Sunday is my rope. Dig it. Sunday's to relax. Sunday's to relax. Some Sunday morning drama is calling up my mama. The hotline is in, I guess the Silver's new the deal. Vibing off the jams of the cruise on show Lay around and think, ain't nothing to do Checking out some from some Sartre, Camus, Mingus is our um, damn Roach can drum The DPs are life, there they go, here they come here It's they time come. to grab some loot, put on the timber boots Checking out some dollies, like Tasha and Kamali New York is a museum with its posters and graffiti If you're in the city, on Sunday, come check me Get written, me, get with me.
0: Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast Volume 48. Hope you guys are having a good time listening to this episode. It's been a fun one to put together. Fun little interview there with Michaela. Some good tracks, but let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, Crew.podbean.com, as well as the iTunes description of this episode that includes track listings and links to things we're talking about. Also make sure to head over to Crew.com, where we have our online store, our blog, merch, New stuff, old stuff, Chunkies, Surf Wax, a whole lot of other things. But without further ado, let's get into this episode's short takes. The first short take I want to talk about is for a little collection that Thomas Campbell did for Visla. Thomas Campbell did a collection for Visla previously, but I really wasn't that into it. I kind of felt like he mailed it in because they just took a bunch of his airbrush artwork and just applied it to shorts and shirts and it... It looked like the same stuff he's been doing forever. But this new collection and this video that accompanies it really showcases where his work is going and they took it a step further. They did some really cool shorts. They did a bunch of patterns on shorts. They've used his photography really in an interesting way. I think this collection's a lot better than the previous one and actually has some stuff I think I'm gonna pick up. So check out the link in the episode description and uh, maybe pick up some of the pieces by Thomas and Vizsala. The second short take I have this episode has to do with the Thank You Mother film and screenings. Uh, Thank You Mother is a film that features and is produced by Torn Martin that has some voiceover by Albie Failson. I did a little review over on Chris Cote's Monday Mass about it and I don't want to really review it. All I want to say is it's a really interesting film. They're doing a bunch of screenings. I know they're doing one in Brooklyn at Union Pool, which made me really homesick. I thought it was pretty awesome that Pilgrim was hosting a surf movie night there because it's one of the places I used to go drink at all the time. And it's one of the things I do miss about Brooklyn. Definitely go check it out if you can if there's any screenings near you I know they're doing a screening down uh, in North Carolina and stuff it's really taking on this momentum lately and it's a really good 30 minute short surf film to watch and plus it's Torn Martin like who doesn't want to see Torn Martin shred so we have a link to their page so check it out when you get a chance next short take is about a film called Everything in Between by Andrea Coleman. This is the film we talked about with Michaela. This episode is coming out right before the screening, so definitely look for the screening. I know they're doing this one in Encinitas. It seems like a really cool movie. I love her work, her photography and her film work, and after speaking to Michaela about this trip that they took down to Peru, it sounds like a really fun movie, so I'm really excited about it. So, keep an eye out for it. Check it out, let me know what you think. The last short take I have this episode has to do with Moon Wetsuits. Moon Wetsuits is a company out of San Diego producing wetsuits in a very classic style out of Japanese rubber. I'm really excited to see their suits. Joel Tudor's behind it, they have a great little team. It seems like all the people that used to be associated with Matus have kind of moved over to there. I know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that happened there that I don't want to talk about, but has a lot to do with it. Anyway, they put out a clip with Tosh and Joel in Hawaii surfing, mostly Pipe on smaller days. I never get sick of watching Joel at Pipe because he takes a different approach than most other people, a much more stylistic, a much more interesting, a much more... A, classic rooted approach yet it's very modern if that makes sense you know you could see a lot of Jerry in what he's doing but it's still new and interesting and not jockey feeling to be honest watching him surf pipe is dope and seeing Tosh really making a name for himself at pipe this season uh, is really cool I also love seeing pipe when it's not that ginormous craziness like They're surfing it when it's like about this manageable, like eight foot high kind of tuck in barrel style, where I think it has the best shape to be honest. Like when it's really, really big, it's like awe inspiring. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing to witness and I witnessed it in person uh, this past winter. But to see this more manageable size, you can really play with it and draw some interesting lines instead of just going straight, if you will. So this video is really cool. I also suggest you go over to their website and check out their wetsuits. Yes, they're on the higher end of the spectrum when it comes to cost, but my big thing with wetsuits is this. If you make that upfront investment in good wetsuits, they will last you. Now the caveat is, you do have to take care of them. Rinse them after every time you use them. I know I had a Matus wetsuit, one of the early ones, that lasted me for three years because I took care of it. And the wetsuits from Moon look pretty awesome, and I heard they're about that same quality as those early Matus wetsuits. But the clip is dope, it's dope to see them shred. I love seeing Tosh and Joel just because you see that Tosh is rooted in Joel's DNA when it comes to style, but he's putting his own identity to it. So it's nice to see that father-son surf vibe out there. That's it this week uh, or this episode. I hate saying this week because I know I used to produce this every week and now I'm not doing it. Uh, But one of the things I want to talk about is that the Surf's Up, Bros Down zine is finally produced. And I know some of you guys have been seeing little clips of people posting it. We gave advanced copies out to everyone who was in it and who contributed. And I want to thank all the photographers, all the writers, all the surfers that are in it. This is just the start of that zine. It's really small. I'm looking to produce two a year and really have it be more of a mini book than a magazine, something that you save and you can look at and enjoy and love the photos and love the the writing in it. But we're having our launch event at Waterfront Venice on Tuesday, February 26th from 6 to 9 p.m. Come on down. Uh, I think there's gonna be just some drink specials. Don't quote me on that, uh, but we're gonna have the first 20 people are gonna get a free copy of the zine, and it's a $7 zine, so it's kind of worth it. We're also going to be showing two clips from the upcoming Jetty Blue 100s movie that we're doing with Lograp. I'm not gonna tell you who the two parts are that we're showing, but they're two of the parts, and I'm really excited about it. We're rushing to get them finished uh, just in time, but definitely come down, say hi. You know, all your support's really helpful. And in general, Waterfront Venice is a dope spot that they're starting to have more and more surf events at that i think you should go to also make sure to go to our website bodegabordercrew.com to check out some of the new products we have and the zine will be available on there february 27th the other place that you'll be able to get the zine is as follows as of now mollusks venice mollusk silver lake et surf shop in hermosa happy battle of course in san diego and daydream Right now, those are going to be the only retail outlets that are selling it, as well as the online store we have. So, But anyway, thank you so much for joining us this episode. You know, I have fun doing these. I'm stoked that I got Michaela to get on the mic and talk for a little bit. And listen, we're going to end this episode how we always do. There's no need to bust a craze on a wave. Just go out there, have fun, say hi to each other, and I'll catch you later. Peace!
17: tricks, you don't need his trinkets, let Pharaoh go, Pharaoh doesn't want you, but he needs you, my people let Pharaoh go, without you there is no Pharaoh, so all you have to do to let him go is let him go, just wake up tomorrow morning, Say bye
12: a guy who's got his hat and made himself hard to find. It doesn't mean you should go crazy if it be that way to Find yourself another love. Also be that way sometime, baby. Yes, it does, baby. Yes, it does, baby. Yes, it does. Somebody else steals his heart. Yes, it also be that way sometimes. Baby, yes it does. Baby, yes it does. Baby, yes it does now. Problems of this world drive you slowly out of your mind. Just smile, look at the problem, and say, Be that way, be that way. Sometimes, yes, it does, baby, yes, it does, baby, yes, it does.
13: All the leaves are brown And the sky is gray I went for a walk On a winter's day so safe and warm, if I was in LA. California dreaming, on such a winter's day. I stopped into a church, yes I did, that I passed along Sure he likes it cold. Cause he knows I'm gonna stay. As he knows I'm gonna stay. California dreaming. Dreamin on such a winter's day.